nah, you're going to die. Everyone's going to hate you. Oh, there's a murderer here. Oh, and there's a demon in the salad and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> a demon in the salad. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, people? Hello, everyone. We are back. Guys, I am so excited for this episode. I feel so strongly about it. You do? I feel super anxious about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm nervous. Um, But on that note, we can just go into story time. Oh, God. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? You go first. Okay. So, um, we're just obviously going to allude to the topic, but... I am so paranoid at nighttime. Like, anytime the lights are off, it doesn't even have to be nighttime. But if it's dark, I'm Wait, like... so if it's daytime and the lights are off, do you freak out? If the blinds are also closed, probably, yeah. I'm just, like, so scared of, like, ghosts and demons and shit. Oh, yeah, like, no, dude, me too. Oh, my God, I was just talking about ghosts today. No, yeah, they you can't, like, hide from them. They're gonna fucking oh, get you. Yeah, they can go through the door, too. They can do whatever they <laughs> You're want. You're never safe. <laughs> we were touring houses recently, also, because we are... Hopefully, by the time this comes out, we've made an offer and we have She one. said that, like, weeks ago on the podcast. In November. Yeah, you <laughs> actually did. You're like, oh, my gosh, the next time we see each other, we're going to be, we're going to have a house. I'm like, oh, my God, how exciting. Uh, yeah, and here we are again. You are still well, in the same place. So, we've been touring, actually, now, and we have to sign a lease before Dylan deploys. Or not a lease. We have to <laughs> <laughs> We have to sign a lease. Guys, she's such a Casper. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to all our episodes until you find it. I'm not a Casper. I misspoke because I've only read. <laughs> before but anyway we were touring houses and this one had a creepy attic and the like realtor showed it to us and i was like nope no we are not getting this house and he's like what it's a nice attic that's where you hide dead people yeah no and that's where demons live no demons don't live in fucking no gabby yes they do and then they're gonna possess me when i move into no we're not doing this actually does happen though yeah yes every single house that you buy like if it's older than 10 years you're gonna get possessed yeah, no, I'm never for sure. Staying, oh, I'm never staying your house. Oh, That's, Gabby, yeah. Wait, all the how old is this one? Uh, that specific one was probably no, like no, 20. No, this one. The this one we're house, sleeping in tonight. It's probably... Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no way is this house less than 10 years old. You promise? Wait. Yeah. Less than 10 years? Right, yeah. It was oh, definitely haunted. And I think it's haunted anyway. So I'm super afraid of that. That was like a deal breaker. The house was super nice, like brand new kitchen, open plan. I was, But I was like, no, the attic. There's Seriously? something up. Yes. Like, you could feel it in your bones. Well, Dylan went in there, and I Did was like... Did you feel the humidity in your arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> Did your arthritis flare up <laughs> when you went into the attic? My, arth- I can't even say it. My arthritis was off the walls, and I was like, nah, dude, we gotta get out. <laughs> Is this why we don't have any listeners? Because of dumb jokes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and the fact that I can't even get through one story. Okay. So I've always been super paranoid about that. And when I was in college, um, I worked over like the breaks and stuff. So I had to move into our house a little bit earlier. Are you looking at me for validation? Because I'm not even making eye contact. I'm not. I wasn't making eye contact. Gabby's like, I'm not even making eye contact with you. Meanwhile, I wasn't making eye contact with her or even looking at her. I'm like looking off in the distance trying to remember the details. I can see the tears strolling, streaming, strolling. I was really. Just taking a walk down your face. Dude, my arthritis is flaring up. (laughs) I'm fucking scared of this house. Anyway, I had a dream that my room was haunted and that. 
like whatever i was living in a house that probably was less than 10 years old it was probably like three years old it was that townhouse oh seriously the moral bitches oh yeah, yeah yeah um anyway and it was just me and then i think two of my other roommates had like just come in that night but I had a dream that my room was possessed and the demon was after me and I woke up in the middle of my in the middle of the night and I heard some noise downstairs and I it was probably like just a creak and we like shared a wall we had like a party wall Was it wall. a creek or a creek? <laughs> it was a flowing creek. <laughs> and anyway, it was some little creek, whatever. What is the right word now? I can't It's a creek. Creek. Did if I say from, creek? If you're from the Kansas No, but I mean like creek. Oh, a creek. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you made a creek like like a, a flowing river. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, I was super freaking out. There was nothing in our house. Wait, were you freaking out or super freaking out? I was super <laughs> freaking out. Like I was having a panic attack in my bed. I Actually, was, yeah, no, really, I was like paralyzed. I felt like I couldn't move. <gasps> so I had some dream that some demon was in my room and was gonna possess me. And I like woke up and it's all pitch black. I hear some creak downstairs. <laughs> And then I was also naked. I slept naked all the time. <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I can't be in here alone right now. Like I have to go wake somebody up. And so what you do? So I like really quickly grabbed a t-shirt like off my floor. Like I like a dirty. T-shirt I'm like laying in a pencil formation on my bed you know what I mean like legs together hands at my sides on my back and I like stick my right arm like trying not to move and I'm like I feel like I was almost even trying to like trick the demon in my room by keeping my eyes closed or some shit like I was being so paranoid I like yeah no I'm not kidding I was going I was losing my mind I like put my oh and no scared I just remembered. It was because it was exactly at 3 a.m. when I woke up. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that shit. I, I don't even check my phone anymore. If I wake up no, in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, it's probably like 2. <laughs> 4 a.m. Because 3 a.m. is a paranormal hour, and that no, shit is the worst. I never check my phone anymore. If I wake, I also, like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm not checking the time because it's always 3 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm just waiting. I need to fall asleep before anything happens. Yeah, because I just, like, woke up because it's the witching hour and something's out to get me. Have you so, heard about how 333 is God's number? And 666 is the devil's number. I knew 666 is the devil's number because my, like, school ID code when I was in school was 65, which everyone had. And then the You're last... possessed. The last three were 666. And you one, were 65666. Yeah. And oh. one of my teachers was like, oh, you're an actual devil child. And I was like, yeah. You're like, I'm possessed. I am a demon. <laughs> but anyway, so I, like, reached down and, like, slid a shirt on. And like without the demons in you, (laughs) don't let him notice. But like, (laughs) I slid it on, and I like laid there, and I was like, "Don't embarrass." So I also this was when I first moved in with like Rachel, Natalie, Claire, and so I was like friends with all of them, but we weren't like like me and Natalie are like best friends now. We weren't at that point yet, but uh, she was like my closest friend in the house at the time. Yeah. And so we have an upstairs and I have a bedroom and it's like across the hall from hers. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to sprint to her room, wake her up, see if she wants to talk for a little bit. But I don't have underwear on or pants. So I'm like planning out in my head. And I was like, okay, you're going to like go- walk up to the door. You're going to look straight at the door and you're going to just sprint to her room. Whisper? Sprint. Oh. What? I thought you said whisper into The whispers room. will move me. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant like, I need to whisper so the demon doesn't hear me. <laughs> I can't breathe too hard. Can't run too fast. <laughs> you try to slide on your shirt without the demon seeing okay, you. You're right. And you're like, whisper, That's- what the fuck? 
You're right. <laughs> anyway, so I like ran to her room, just opened. I don't know if I even knocked on the door. I think I just opened it. Wait, and Hannah, she... really quick. Were you drunk? No, no, dude. You were completely sober. Yeah. No, I was so sober. I'm just so afraid. That makes of... it so much worse. <laughs> I know. So I'm having like a panic attack. I get to her room and I was planning on just being like, can we just talk for a minute? Like I had a terrible dream. <laughs> Um, but Mommy, no. can I sleep with you? Literally. So I was like, <laughs> I opened the door and I was like, hey, Natalie. And she's like, uh, yeah, what's up? And I was like, can I sleep with you? I had a bad dream. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, <laughs> you were still naked. No, yeah, I was just wearing a t-shirt, no pants. <laughs> and then she was, she just like rolled over and like let me, I don't even think she had to move because she had like a queen bed, but mm-hmm. she just like let me take half of it. And I was like, thank you so much. That'd be funny if she had a twin bed and you're like, can I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, can we spoon? I had a bad dream. Can By the way. Sleep? Can we sleep? badge to butt please <laughs> i feel like she was so half asleep i don't even know it was probably like it was like a mid shirt like he cut off mid badge like you could see the oh, bottom okay, of yeah, it yeah. but like not the yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. yeah like so. a classy shirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> as night shirts go <laughs> um anyway and then the next morning i like walked back to my room and slept for like another two hours and then i was like thanks for letting me sleep with you by the way i wasn't wearing pants and now we're best friends. That's so interesting. Shut up. That was interesting. We <laughs> that just... was so funny. <laughs> okay. So that's my anxiety. That's one of my biggest anxieties is like when I have a bad dream and when I wake up at 3 a.m. I do not fuck with that. <laughs> I don't either. Ignorance is bliss. I would just rather Honestly, not know what time yeah. it is. Like it's like if something creepy happens in the middle of the night and you don't know what time it is, it's like, oh, that could be anything. Yeah. But if you know it's 3 o'clock, it's and a demon. And you hear anything. Yeah. yeah it's it, a demon. 100%. For sure. So you guys know I'm afraid of planes, blah, 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 blah. You know the story. Blah, blah, blah. So I was on the plane. There was turbulence. I freaked out. I started talking to the little boy next to me. The little boy. He was 21. He, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the child next to me. And he talked to me for literally an hour and a half. I made him. Um, I said, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to make you talk to me the whole time. And he did it. He was super cool. Did he laugh when you said that? No. <laughs> no? Was he like, Jesus Christ? He's like, God, just kill me now. Did he have his AirPods in? No, he had nothing, and that's how I knew I could talk to him. What was he doing? He was just sitting, facing forward? He was trying to sleep, and I woke him up. I said, hey, I'm so sorry. I need to talk to you. <laughs> that's insane, because when I'm on a plane with Dylan, he is not waking up for shit. Really? I'm like, Dylan, the plane just turned sideways. <laughs> Dylan, the engine's on fire. He's like, it's fine. I'm not Dude, kidding. Dylan, okay, see... Dylan acts like he's so chill about all this plane stuff. Every single time I see him, we talk about plane crashes for the first hour. Yeah, seriously. He tells me about all the most recent plane crashes, about the weather, how shitty And Gabby's like, then she's like, oh, you're so lucky you have a pilot as a husband. Like, I feel like it would be so much more comforting <laughs> if John was a pilot. Like, I just wish I could John, talk. John, like, I love him so much, but he's no pilot. And he can't she reassure me that everything's How is that okay. reassuring when Tom just tells you plane crash stories? Okay, like, but at least he's aware. That. So if he if he knows all these plane, plane crash stories and he tells me it's going to be okay, who am I going to believe, John or Dylan? Probably Dylan, dude. He knows everything about but planes. But why does that comfort you? Because they're bad stories. I know, like, I know, but scary. if he tells me it's okay, then it's okay. I would believe him. I feel I, like that would be like if I was like, I wish I married a priest because then he can tell me about all the exorcisms <laughs> and all the haunted houses he's had to go to. Honestly... Like, Oh, Hannah, that's a completely different story. Oh, how? It's just, it is. Okay, anyway. Priests aren't technical. They don't know everything about exorcism. <laughs> so anyway, so I made this guy talk to me for a long time. He had to sleep in holes in the ground. He literally had to dig a holes. A grave? Is he a dead person? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh shit. Am I dead right now? Is this lost? This is your heaven. <laughs> no, you went to hell. This dude. is my heaven. <laughs> Hang out with you. I'm definitely in hell. <laughs> um, anyways, that's all that happened. I had so many thoughts. I started talking about like getting kidnapped in the woods and like if someone's chasing you, can you bury yourself so that they don't find you? And he's like, Well, if you have a tool, you can do that, but not with your hands. Anyways. It got pretty dark pretty quick. And then I told him about... So I told him about my aunt dying in a plane crash after we landed because I didn't want to jinx it. The whole time he thought I was crazy. I'm like, I promise I'm not crazy. I have a story to tell you, but I'm not telling you until we land. And then when we did, I was like, okay, fine. I can tell you now. And I told him. (laughs) What did he... How did he react when he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm not kidding. He probably thought I was lying because I feel like every time I tell someone that that happened, they don't believe me. Because it wasn't in the US, right? Yeah, no, it was in right ecuador slash so people probably are like i would have heard about that yeah exactly but But, okay guys so if you didn't get it yet um we're gonna talk about anxiety today we are talking about anxiety and we do have to say we're not doctors we're not psychologists we're not pediatrics i am all those things take my advice (laughs) she's like i have an md or phd um so we're not doctors so please don't sue us don't (laughs) tell your doctors on us and don't tell your parents so (laughs) (laughs) you better not tell your parents most importantly don't tell your parents Take your lunch money if you do. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to talk about some things that make us anxious, things that give us anxiety. Because this is all about us. Who cares about what makes you anxious? <laughs> Who cares about your anxieties? We're going to uh, talk about ours. Hopefully you can relate to some of these. Hopefully yeah. we're not that fucking insane, but wouldn't be surprised. Crime, podcasts, documentaries, movies, anything where the person gets wrongly convicted. No, dude. I can't. I feel like that doesn't give me that much anxiety. Like, I think the thing that makes me most anxious is getting murdered. Like, about that. Okay, okay. That that has made me more paranoid when I, like, hear, like, a podcast or watch a TV series about, like, a girl or a family, whatever, getting murdered. That gives me anxiety. But, like, oh, my gosh. Listening to stuff and watching documentaries about people being in prison, like, their whole life and then they get out. Oh, my God. It gives me so much stress because then I feel like... I can't trust our justice system. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't trust the police. The so people think, are supposed to protect you. Do you feel you. like you're going to go to jail one day? I don't like, know. Like, is that what worries you? That's what worries me. And I know that I'm not capable of doing something to that to that extent. Yeah. And I'm, like, so afraid of being in the wrong t- place at the wrong time. But Hannah, who would, like, I don't know. I, don't, I just feel like you wouldn't go to jail. They're going to listen to this podcast for five seconds. They're going to be like, you talk about killing people all the time. Oh, that's true. Dude, yeah. you're fucked. Dude, I'm <laughs> fucked. Dylan today, I was like, shut up. I'm going to kill you. And he's like, I'm writing this down. <laughs> so, when, so when I do go missing, the police know to come for you first. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to gone girl you. Oh, my God. No, I would never <laughs> kill him. <laughs> yeah, my biggest anxiety is definitely plane rides. And you also, I mean, like, the murder aspect is gives you anxiety, but, like, when you were on the phone with me while you are walking, you were like, if I mysteriously disappear... Okay, here's my thing. I think that if I expect things to happen, they won't happen. You know, like, if I'm expecting to get murdered, if I'm expecting to have a plane crash, or to be in a plane crash, then it won't happen. So you feel like you have to be anxious about something uh-huh. for it to not happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm more aware than other people, so I'm like, okay, if someone's not worried about getting murdered but i am they have a higher chance of getting murdered than me do you get what i'm saying yeah which is horrible and i hope that doesn't happen to anyone <laughs> but yeah. like i mean i gotta save myself first oh my god take care of yourself before you can take care of others <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's like the reverse like knock on wood thing so like if you say something's gonna happen knock on wood like yeah. that's you have the opposite mindset uh-huh. which i feel like yeah too like if i'm like no i'm safe i'm safe then like yeah knock on wood or you're yeah, not safe you so. can't if you think you're safe you're not safe yeah 
So if you think you're always in danger, then you're safe. Oh my god, I hope we're not making more people paranoid. Guys, I'm so sorry. And I really hope this doesn't trigger you in any way. But that's just how you feel. That's like one of your personal anxieties. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, anything has to do with dying. Like, do you think, though, before you get on your flight, are you anxious because you're like, I'm going to be so anxious that entire flight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a never-ending circle once you get Mm -hmm. into that. It's super... Yeah, it's just, it, it just keeps going. Because it's like, mm. I am anxious about the fact that I'm going to be anxious the whole time. That, yeah. That does suck, yeah. Do you get anxiety um, about demons and ghosts still? Like, do you? Does that happen for you? Yeah, I mean, I used to a lot. I used to be so afraid of ghosts. Like, I thought they were literally just going to all come pull my legs at the same time. But, like, they don't do that anymore. And, like, they're over that. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean anymore? No, like, is okay, a real story? Okay, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this never happened to me. Okay, so, like, if you show your legs when you're sleeping, like, if you don't cover them with your blanket, yeah. apparently, like, demons come and, like, pull your legs in the morning you wake up and you have, like, scratch marks or whatever. I don't know where I watched this or where I heard this, but I told John about it. He's like, oh, yeah, everyone thinks about that. That's why you always have to cover your feet when you're going to bed. Like, you can't sleep with your feet uncovered. Gabby. Wait, did you not know that? Oh, my God, no. I've always <laughs> felt that way, too, but no one's ever told me that in my life. No, yeah, John felt... I just thought it was, like, an extra thing that I was paranoid about. No, 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 no. I was telling John about it. He's like, yeah, everyone knows they should cover their feet when they're sleeping. I'm like, oh, thank God. I thought it was just me, too. Because sometimes I do get really hot, and I've been forcing... No, you cannot. I've been forcing myself lately to pull my legs out from underneath the blanket. No, you can't. So you hot. can't do it. Oh, my God, Gabby. You have to keep your feet under the blanket. No, you're literally... I'm going to start crying. Guys, this is, like, the first tip we're giving you. To not die and to not be possessed by demons, keep your feet under the blanket. <laughs> i'm so afraid i'm not kidding some of the most anxious moments for me is it's ridiculous and embarrassing because i know co-workers was listen to this now at our cafeteria when i go downstairs oh. and get food we have a cafeteria that's set up like very similar to like my high school so you go through some like you can go through whatever line get your food mm-hmm. fill your plate you go check out at a counter and then you just see this all these cafe tables and like people sit with their groups of friends and stuff which is like totally fine but i'm not from here and like i don't know anyone yet in like the first like two or three weeks i was busy over lunch doing i don't even know busy what. hiding in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> yeah. i had to cry then <laughs> you're like i scheduled a cry during yeah. lunch so i couldn't go eat with everyone else well, okay so one thing at my first this is what it was at my first job i was like you have to pack a lunch hannah and i started packing lunches yeah so like my first like two weeks i was packing a lunch and then like kind of confused like do people take their lunch down to the cafeteria like I just didn't know yeah and I saw like two people near me just eat at their desk and so I was like oh I guess this is like what everyone people... just eats at their desk yeah and I was like I guess this is what people do <laughs> but then like one day I went down to the like cafeteria to get food and I was like oh my god there's groups of people sitting and I was like oh my god should I go like what do I do and then I was freaked like totally overthought it had an anxiety i texted you that i had an anxiety attack and i was like i'm gonna go sit by myself in a corner so that's i remember that's why i think like sometimes i do give myself like a social anxiety like you okay like you just psych yourself out yeah i think that is super common especially for people from our generation i think obviously not like older people because they had to deal with all these awkward social situations without any technology to like help them yeah but now we just pull out our phone like if we feel awkward we pull out our phone yeah that's and like kind of just stand there and wait like and play anime on our phone no one no one does that (laughs) but it's like i think 
I think it's, yeah. It, like, technology has been amazing for us, but also screwed us over. Because yeah. we've just relied on it so much. But can you imagine if I just went and sat in a corner and didn't have my phone oh, to God, at least play games on? that makes me so sad. I know, I'm depressed. I'm going to cry again. It's giving, me, it's giving me more anxiety. It's like the 10th time crying. <laughs> You're like, I already cried at lunch. <laughs> um, no. Today we had a lunch meeting, so people were forced to sit with me. Oh, God. So what is something you do where you're, like, Mm. so anxious that you know helps you get out of it? It's really hard for me to, like, predict what's going to help. So I have to have, like, a couple, like, backup plans. Like, I usually always, which is, it's, like, I have this love-hate thing where I'm, like, ah, deep breathing is stupid. It's not going to help me calm down. And it's, like, loud and, like, visible. So, Mm -hmm. like, if I'm stressed at work or having anxiety about something, I can't just, like, start. Deep breathing? (sighs) Yeah, people are going to be, like, what the the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) The guy next to me doesn't wear headphones. He's going to be, like what the hell <laughs> so you're like you good dude yeah you good bro <laughs> like, yeah. yeah um so deep breathing I usually try to do that first if I'm like in a private setting and I feel comfortable like when I get anxious about something I don't know if this is gonna someone's gonna like dm us and be like you have serious anxiety problems or someone's gonna dm us and be like dude you guys aren't doctors either <laughs> show me your degree before you start handing out <laughs> diseases unless you're Dr. Phil whoa <laughs> doctor doctor in my field <laughs> no Dr. Phil I don't want to hear it <laughs> Dr. Phil or Oprah okay she's a doctor they're the too. only ones allowed to diagnose me but I get like a stinging what about pain. Ellen though Ah, uh, no, nah, I don't trust her. She's, like, all about the pranks and stuff. She's not going to diagnose oh, my she, anxiety. Yeah, she'd yeah, tell yeah. you the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, she would, like, joke me. She'd be like, got that bitch. She's on so many drugs now. She'd be like, you're possessed, actually. <laughs> These were demon pills. <laughs> okay, when I get anxious, I get, like, a pain in my head, like, where it stings, like, in my temples and in my nose. Like, it literally, like, <laughs> I know it's weird. Your but nose. Yeah, it's, like, a sting. Like, it like it burns. Like, I got hot sauce. Like, you know when you get hot sauce in your eye? I've never done that. What? You've home. never, I like, been- hot sauce. Okay, I love hot sauce. Okay. Anyway, I get it in my eyes sometimes. It's, like, that burning, but, like, on my nose. Um, And then my heart is, like, racing, and I have to start deep breathing, like, right away just to, like calm back fucking down Mm -hmm. and then usually like depending on the situation like if i'm afraid a demon's about to eat me like (laughs) i'm not gonna make a list like that's not gonna help me you're like pros and cons of (laughs) the demon eating me tonight pros have to be on this earth anymore (laughs) pros don't have to go to work tomorrow cons um don't get to cuddle with bella (laughs) cons burning for eternity cons gabby has to uh have this podcast that's the worst part oh my god i can't let it happen no never um but like for that stuff i have like a actually i just have one friend rebecca thank you for letting me text you (laughs) i text her when i freak out about that stuff and she usually just like sends me really positive and like supportive things it helps i no, i tried to wake up dylan (laughs) i tried to wake up dylan oh yeah me too i try to wake up john he's useless no i told you that yeah yeah, I feel like we bonded over this before because Dylan doesn't do anything. No, I literally will wake him up. I'll shove him. I'm like, do you remember me waking <laughs> up three times last night? Because you were sleeping like a baby while I'm crying. <laughs> I told you that in the podcast. Yeah, about the I had bad nightmare. dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, where we were stuck with the bear from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. You did nothing. Yeah. No, we got kidnapped by like real people. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was real (laughs) can i tell my tip now yeah yeah yeah. okay something that has really 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 helped me is getting when i know that something's gonna happen like if it's in the moment and i just get anxious like immediately i can't always do this but if i know i'm gonna like fly somewhere if i know i'm gonna like have to give a speech or something i just get really really excited 
like I trick myself into being really excited. So if I know I'm going to have to talk to someone who I don't like enjoy spending time yeah. with or whatever. Like right before you come see me. Yeah, right before I come hang out with you, I'm like, Gabby, Gabby, please pretend you're happy. Pretend you're happy. Come on, smile, You smile. text me. You're, like, so excited, so excited. I'm like, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> no, but I just get, like, pumped to see people, and then I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, like, not nervous at all anymore. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think that's a good mm-hmm. tip for people. Yeah, because, like, I think John told me about that. He's like, don't be afraid of flights. Like, get excited for them. Get excited that you're going somewhere new, and then I, like try to tell myself that and it really does help but i think that's a really good tip if you are like someone who does have to give speeches all the time or like present things or like if you're if you have social anxiety about hanging out with people okay are you the kind of person that like cancels plans before so you don't have to like be in an awkward situation i don't think i do that often like if i cancel a plan it's truly because i have to like i really try yeah i think i do too yeah i think i heard a really good thing i heard a really good advice once and it was like just show up yeah. Like, no matter what, show up. It's, like, even if it's going to suck, even if you're going to, like, crash and burn, everyone's going to hate you, like, mm-hmm. show up, be there no matter what, and, like, you'll be okay. Yeah. I feel that, like, it is sometimes awkward. Like, I've done that, like, when you're kind of finding your place and your people at a new job or at a yeah. new school, whatever that transition is, like, you're definitely going to go through those things where you're, like, I don't have friends here. This is weird. Yeah. But usually once you start going to a couple people expect to see you there and I think people appreciate that you're trying they're Mm -hmm. gonna try like it's just hopefully I mean we'll see but I think that should help you just remember that you need to put some effort into in like a social situation like it's awkward and it's uncomfortable for everyone in their first situation I think yeah sorry well I was gonna say that's something that helps me is like I've I talk so much about stuff that I'm anxious about like yeah all the time and so people also are like no yeah like I get that way too yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like people that you would never expect like you say you don't expect me to have like social anxiety yeah, that's so weird yeah and so it's like we're all going through this together we're all going through the same shit we all feel weird and stupid see you're saying that but one time I had lunch with a bunch of people and they were like fuck you need to get on some serial serious anxiety medication and I was up. like dude you're so right I really <laughs> really do I need some hardcore drugs to help me through all of this. Oh, if someone said that, I would literally just, like, I would shit my pants and start crying. See, okay, that's be, like, a, turn into an infant. That's... <laughs> You're like, where's my diaper, mommy? Um, no, it's crazy because Jesus. I... Okay, I think that's another thing, too. What people think of me... I cannot imagine someone saying <laughs> no, that No, people to literally me. said that to me, like, at work. I'm like, thanks, girl. Slash boy, all of you guys who told me that. It was, like, a table of seven people who told me that. Anyways, um... What were you telling them? All my anxieties about okay. getting murdered, my plane crashes, roller coasters, mm. literally anything I could think of. And roller I'm, coasters. <laughs> I'm so afraid some. No, I really am. The Have you seen the teacup? if you watch the bachelor if you know you know anyways the teacup ride was really traumatizing (laughs) she's like i have ptsd dude i have so many issues with that (laughs) so many problems um damn it i was gonna say oh okay something that also i okay so the reason i think talking about social anxiety is so important is because i think we actually do face that every single day whereas like you don't go on a plane every day you don't go on like a boat every day you know you don't you don't yeah. face like real life or death situations, mm-hmm. but with when it comes to social things, it's like something that's helped me so much too, um, is knowing that other people are like introverts. So like I used to think that mm-hmm. if someone was an introvert or like if someone didn't talk to me, they just didn't like me. Yeah. And I don't want to just call people introverts or whatever extroverts because that's yeah. not what it means. But like I thought that if someone didn't talk to me, it's because they didn't like me. But it's just like no, they're just shy too, or like they're maybe mm-hmm. anxious too, and they need me 
to like talk to them in order to like yeah. get them do you get what I'm saying? No, like I make them do. comfortable. Yeah. So it's like I just feel so much better because then I can just go up to any like I literally can go up to anyone. And you're like, oh, they were just introverted. Yeah, if like they don't want to talk to me, I'm like, all right, moving on. Like I don't get <laughs> offended at all. One. Yeah, that's good to like just put that in your head and like I feel like understanding your anxiety and your situation helps people a lot. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me okay so I went to this lecture while I was in college and they talked about like human anxiety and originally anxiety like exists let's see if I get this right because it's been six years now but basically this is how I remember it anxiety like exists within us to help keep us safe and alive yeah 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 yeah. so it's like anxiety like evolved within us because we needed to outrun predators or like get ourselves out of dangerous situations so it gave us an adrenaline rush and like like, we needed anxiety Yeah, back so we then could to run survive. faster, yeah. lift more things, like, be more alert. And it was, like, you were truly using your anxiety for, like, a life or death, life or death thing. And now we've, like, our culture and, like, civilization has evolved so far, but we still have the same trigger and the right. same, like, emotional response to that stuff. So our body literally goes, when we're anxious about something, whether it's, like, where I'm going to sit in the cafeteria or how I'm going to give this presentation. (laughs) Our brain is triggered and releasing this chemical response in there that's like, fight for your life, man. Fight or flight. Every time I'm going out for a speech, I run away. (laughs) I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I'm flight. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you might die. And like once you understand that, you're like, chill out, brain. So I think like self-talk is another huge thing. Like you have to start practicing your self-talk. Like in situations that are less stressful, like – and you're like, oh, I have to, like, pay this bill and money's going to be tight and I'm just stressed right now. Like, have some self-talk then in those situations that aren't, like, so public and just keep practicing that until, like, when you're in a bigger situation and you feel like your brain's on fire and your nose burns like hot sauce, <laughs> <laughs> then you can still think because that's the hardest thing for me is, like, getting out. Like, it's just, like, bees flying around in my brain when I'm anxious, like, Nah, you're gonna die. Everyone's gonna hate you. Oh, there's a murderer here. Oh, and there's a demon in the salad and blah blah blah. <laughs> a demon in the salad. <laughs> I think my hell is like the work eating ca- a demon. No, in your no, salad? no, no. Listen, the work cafeteria, like at nighttime at three a.m. That's where everyone's staring hell. at you, thinking, yeah. like frowning at you. <laughs> no, not even frowning at me. Just, just ignoring me. <laughs> not even like not even at looking at you. Yeah, I like come up trying to make a joke, and they my don't even biggest fear is not being the center of attention (laughs) (laughs) now that we talked about the right way to deal with anxiety what do you do now when you're anxious like what is Mm. your response i mean (laughs) i had dylan help me with this (laughs) the way you're like shifting your i wish you guys could see she looks like a demon right now i'm like opening my eyeballs so okay whatever playing with my eyelids you make me sick no, you were sick before. <laughs> the cheese you ate made you sick, homie. Okay. Um, so Dylan helped me with this list. Um, first thing he wrote was, get mad at everyone. <laughs> and that's because after we watched the documentary about the Central Park Five, I was really stressed while I was driving, and I was pissed at everyone. I was like, no one here can drive. They're all idiots. And Dylan was like, are they, though? <laughs> are they idiots or are yeah. you an idiot? Who knows? Um, and then he said I make a lot of jokes about killing myself, which is not appropriate. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I was like, okay, no, I'm going to drive into that car. <laughs> See, my thing is, like, I don't even do that. I just say I would rather die. 
Like, that's a horrible thing that I say yeah. because, honestly, I wouldn't rather die. That's, like, no Yeah, you do. You say it die. a lot. Yeah, I know. Like, someone's like, do you want to go to the specs thing today? I'm like, I would rather die. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, rather Gabby, die. I have Jen. Do you want Jen? And she was like, I would rather die. Give me, like, <laughs> vodka or, like, 99 bananas. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, can you pour a little vodka my truly? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. What do you do now? I freak the hell out. Okay, yeah. if I'm stressed out, the first person... I take it out on is John. I'm yeah. so sorry, John. I love you so much. But same, I always take it know. out on John. Yeah, <laughs> he deserves it. No, but I like immediately yell. I just turn to yelling, crying. See, I yell first, then I cry because I yelled. I'm like, I yeah. shouldn't be yelling. I'm a psycho, and then I start crying. I'm like, I have issues. Like, I something's seriously wrong with me. I need to get mental help. And I'm like, I've already been to therapy five times. Like, I'm still crying and How yelling. How much more help can I get? I'm like, I can't afford that shit anymore. I'm two hundred thousand dollars in debt. Oh my god. See, then I get anxious about the money. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, god, I'm I never feel like gonna you're spiraling it. right now. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to afford therapy, and it breaks my heart. <laughs> which i don't know if everyone knows this and i don't know like how in-depth this is but something my mom always told me is to remember that anger is secondary it's a secondary emotion to sadness wait what so when you lash out because you're like anxious about something when you lash out it's because you're scared or sad or afraid oh yeah, yeah and yeah. so the anger is secondary yeah and so that's not really what you're feeling right and so I always try to remember that. I'm terrible at remembering that because I usually also just lash out. And I'm like, Dylan, do you want me to fail? Do you want my life to <laughs> do be Do you want terrible? me to get possessed by yeah. demons tonight? Um, yeah, and he's like, I don't understand why you're so afraid of that. And I was like, I don't understand how you're not. Yeah, me too. Like, that's, just, that's even if you don't believe Something's in like them. Something's wrong with him if he's not afraid of that. Yeah, the possibility that they do exist is like... Much higher. Hor- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so high. 65%. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like it's so terrifying to me. And I hope I'm giving everyone nightmares. Okay, so before we move on, remember to always get excited when you're nervous and it'll really, really help you feel better. To mm-hmm. what did you say? I said like have good self talk. So like practice in less stressful situations. But I think you really like self talk isn't something that comes natural to everyone or is something that comes easily when you're stressed. So you really, like, you genuinely have to practice. And the more you practice, the better you'll get at it. And then when you are in a really, really stressful situation, you already know what to do because you practiced it when you mm-hmm. were in a less stressful situation. And something I didn't bring up earlier, but, like, give yourself some time to decompress. Like, after a stressful day at work, I hate my one-hour commute, but I do have a lot of time to, like, chill out. Think about things before you get home. Yeah, and I, like, go to my happy place. Like, I just imagine that I'm, like, some big-time designer in California, and I work for GEZ, and my life's amazing. Oh, I thought you meant you were in, like, Aruba or whatever, but that's my happy place. But if yours is at work, that's fine, too. No, like, I just want to be, like, yeah, like, a really successful designer someday. Like a bad bee. A bad bitch. Anyways, so just go to your happy place. Try, it's, the only person who can help your anxiety is yourself. Okay, so guys, we are moving on. And hopefully these tips helped you become a better, happier, more fun person in 2020. <laughs> yeah, you were boring before, honestly. <laughs> You're welcome. We changed your life. All with one podcast. Tell your friends. Don't forget to leave us a review. All right, anyways. It is dick time. Dick time. Yeah, you go. Okay. 
Okay, guys, so I have two different dick facts today. Dick stands for did you know if you haven't listened to our podcast before. Um, okay. No, dick stands for wiener. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so anxious people are more sensitive to changes in facial expressions. So people with anxiety are quicker to perceive changes in facial expressions than those without anxiety. However, they're less accurate when perceiving their meanings. So people can see if you, like, change your facial expression quickly or, like, if you frown or something, but then they just get the wrong idea of what it means. Like, you misinterpret them because you overthink the situation. So, like, if you quickly frown, then if someone's anxious, they might notice that, but then they'll be like, oh, my God, that person hated what I said or, like, they're super upset about this. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, they'll Mm -hmm. overthink it when it was just, like, a facial expression. Right, right. But they're just more in tune with, like, their surroundings because they're anxious. Yeah. So they notice things that maybe other people wouldn't. That's really interesting. Yeah. I don't feel like, like, when I'm anxious, I don't feel like I'm paying attention to people's facial expressions. Because you're more focused on, like, what you're going through. Yeah, I'm more focused on, like, yeah, I think right now that, like, I understand my anxiety, I'm, like, usually trying to, like, calm myself down. So I'm, like, trying to get my mind off it, like, make a joke to myself, self-talk myself out of it, whatever. And I'm not, like, really paying attention to other people, which is, like, the stupid part to me. Yeah, because, okay, so here's the question, though, because you talk about how you say, like, oh, that person hates me or whatever, or, like, Mm -hmm. they hate me, right? Mm -hmm. So wouldn't that make you notice, like, their facial expressions and the way they react to what you say? Because I feel like sometimes when Mm -hmm. I'm talking to people, I'm, like, super in tune with what they're like or what they're thinking about or the faces they make. And, like, I notice them a lot because I'm so, I'm just, like, I'm trying to see how they're reacting to what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like I'm, like, completely the opposite. I'm just, like, super, I get uncomfortable because I'm, like, I get uncomfortable because I'm super aware of my face. Like, I have a nervous, yeah, I have a nervous twitch. So, like, when I'm really uncomfortable. You twitch? I I mean, it's, like, it's called, like, a nervous twitch. I just, like, lick my top lip a lot. Oh, really? Like, I do this. Oh, you know what? I actually do that. I don't do that exactly, but when I'm uncomfortable, I lift my arms up like I'm yawning. Oh. It's so weird. I've noticed I've done that so much. Like, at work, I if I'm in an uncomfortable situation or, like, someone asks me something and I don't really, like, have the answer, I lift my arms up, and it's so strange. So I think it's, like, something you should notice about yourself. Like, what do you do when you're uncomfortable? Yeah. Or when you're anxious? Let us know in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> it is something that, yeah, I've picked up on, and now I'm just ultra aware of it yeah, yeah and like I notice I even do it when I'm like eating and I noticed that I did it one time when I was just like getting lunch with Mac like one of our good friends yeah, who's yeah, on yeah. the podcast um yeah and I was like oh my god Mac I've been doing this like every 10 seconds and I was like maybe it's not a nervous twitch maybe I literally just do this constantly yeah like he, it's just a habit yeah and he was like I've never noticed it and so I've been trying to like pay attention to when I do do it and it's like it's no it's just when I'm uncomfortable like or really? when I'm when I'm like literally eating food I lick my lips right, but yeah right, right. It's mostly when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I just do a little, like... like I can... I've never seen you do that. Yeah, probably because you've not seen... Like, I do this a lot. Like, I'm, like, showing her. <laughs> I'll have to post a video on our Instagram story. But sometimes I just, like, do that. I've it's never like, seen you do it's that. It's weird, but I'm so self-conscious of it now. And I try to, like, play... I try to think of ways I can, like, play it off. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, too, because people... Uh, another thing that I, like, learned is that no one cares about what you're doing because they're so focused on what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. so, like, when you're in a conversation, you're like, are they judging me? Like, do they think I look stupid? Like, do I look dumb right now? It's like, no one notices because they're so worried about how they're coming off. Yeah. That they don't care about how you're coming off. Yeah, totally. And it's like, and- you want people to like you, but they want you to like them too yeah i just don't i'm not convinced of that really i don't think everyone cares like 
if I like them. I, I mean, I don't think that people care if I like them, but I, that's something I tell myself. Yeah. Where I'm like, Gabby, it's okay. Like, they're just as worried as you are about this conversation. That's you good know? self-talk. That's yeah, good. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have that yet. Like, I'm not to that level. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Like, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think I've really been able to, like, handle social situations, but it's, like, the life or death shit that I'm really struggling with. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, it's not just the life or death shit. It's, like, every situation that could has like a five percent chance of being life or death yeah, yeah you're yeah. paranoid about or like yeah 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 <laughs> like one in 55 million which yeah. is like my chances of dying in a plane crash but anyways what's your dick fact <laughs> um okay mine is something that probably most people know about but i just was gonna ask if you had heard about what? it i think most people know um because it's like the most famous podcast ever oh but it's a podcast and it's a story like reporting story kind of like documentary podcasts so every season is like one story okay and then they start a new season i after the first episode was hooked it's called serial Ugh. what have you heard it i've tried i can't really yeah i'm not into it oh my god the first season Mm -hmm. about adnan saeed yeah he's innocent homie he's innocent okay see so all these shows about innocence, like Making a Murder, have you seen that on mm-hmm. Netflix? I can't. I just can't. I don't get into it. I don't know why. I guess I just can't relate to it enough to, like, hook me. Like, I love murder things because I could get murdered. I don't love innocence things because I doubt I'm ever going to go to jail for doing something I didn't do. Like, I look like I'm 12 years old and no one's going to put me in jail. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Oh like my when god. I, oh, she talked too much. Let's put her in jail. That's like <laughs> the worst thing I could possibly do. Okay, let me, for the people that haven't listened, okay. Serial, it's a podcast. It follows the story um, of a high school boy that was convicted of murdering his ex girlfriend and Serial basically. That sounds just, pretty legit to me. It sounds, it sounds. Like he okay, so Serial does a really good job investigating it. Basically, it was really poor police work, is what my understanding of it is. Now I've listened to Serial, I've watched the HBO documentary they did one on him, um, and then I've also listened to some super biased documentaries that are just like the thing to me about it is he. It doesn't sound like he did it. First of all, like they the police did a terrible job of like testing and getting DNA evidence and like actually interviewing people. They basically, yeah, like you said, targeted him. Yeah, yeah. They picked him and they looked into all this stuff. And if things didn't match up, they had, like, they changed it. Right, right, right. And they have all the recordings and they have all the evidence of them changing it. And hit the, like, attorney that was, like, on the state side basically lied to some other people that would have been potential, like, good witnesses for him. And so they didn't even come forward because they were like, oh, he just was telling people, we found DNA evidence. They didn't tell anyone that oh, the yeah, DNA yeah. evidence didn't match him. Right, 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 So there's, like, a bunch of stuff. And I think you should – I'm not going to do the podcast justice. I can't explain, what, 11 hours plus yeah. 30 other no, hours. I'm sure you can. <laughs> 30 <laughs> hours of listening to others. But I just think Serial is a good podcast. It's super well done if you like story-style podcasts. But that's what got me into this whole, like, trend now. And I'm just obsessed. And I – Listen to Crime Junkie now. Also, that podcast about so many people getting murdered. It's terrible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you... Oh, sorry. But that's that's that was my did you know. And that was kind of ties into our anxiety because now I'm so anxious about all those people. He's still in jail. This happened in 95. Oh. Or no, in 90, 99 because last year was 20 years in jail for him. That's so sad. Yeah. That is really sad. And it's like, 
Uh, yeah, I think I have heard a lot of stories. So I listened to this podcast called Generation Y, and it's a crime podcast. It's really, mm-hmm. really, I mean, I really like it. Um, I think it's different than Serial. Have you listened to it? Generation uh, Y? No, I haven't heard of it. Um, It's really, really good. But anyways, I think there are so many times where, like, the cops or whatever, they just get it in their heads that, like, someone did something, and they'll just find all the reasons for why they did it. Like, they'll and find all the evidence that they can. It's terrifying to me. It is terrifying, but Hannah, that's not going to happen to you. Yeah, but I don't care if it's not happening to me. The fact it's that it's happening, happening to, to other people, people yeah. and that's, like, the society we I live know, in. It's really sad. It makes me so... And I know there's, like, a million world problems. Like, why is that something that gives me super bad anxiety? But I'm just, like, I just hate thinking about that. That there's people, like, stuck in jail for something they didn't do. And then there's so many other people free or what the fuck ever. Like, I don't know. So, anyway, it's a good podcast. Would recommend it. Um, Go check it out, guys. Yeah. And the thing, the biggest thing is that he, like, doesn't have an alibi. He kind of does because his track coach remembers seeing him. And when they checked the facts, like, he had to have been at track practice that day. They only practiced outside one time in January, and it was that day. Like, his coach saw him at track practice. A girl saw him in the library and, like, remembered because... So he doesn't remember because for him, the day she went missing was just, like, a normal day. Right, like, so he didn't keep track of it. And they didn't it. find her for six weeks after. So oh. it's like, what were you doing six weeks ago, yeah. like, on a Wednesday? No, and he's no. like, oh, I would have had track practice. And they're like, were you there? Were you absolutely sure you are there? You're, like, a 17-year-old kid. Like, right. you're going to be like, to the cops, I think so. That's yeah. why I have Life360 on my phone. It's a really cool app if you are afraid of getting murdered. It's like a tracking app, like Find My Friends, but it's mm-hmm. constant, and I don't know how Find My Friends works exactly, but um, you can add, like, little families. So I have, like, a Dolacek family for me and John, um, and then I have one with, like, my entire family, and then you can track each other and see where you are and, like, how long you were at a certain place, and it tracks you for seven days for free. So, like, you can look back seven days and see where you were, like, how long you were there. It's so cool. Oh, wow. And I really, really like it, because anytime I go out for a walk, I'm like, John, can you please track me? like make sure I'm fine or like make sure I'm, I make it home yeah and like he has notifications turned on for me uh-huh. so it, he can say like Gabby is home now yeah or, like Gabby left home oh my gosh whatever. this is really we have like our, a collar on our dog like that so we know if she gets out it's like Bella has left the house <laughs> <laughs> yeah same thing yeah. I'm gonna wear a collar honestly <laughs> oh god if I could put a chip in myself for John to track me 100% I would do it oh my god if that was a thing I would do it too yeah I know people think it's crazy they're like ew you're fucked and I'm like do you not want to be safe? No, yeah. If I'm, someone kidnaps me, I want to be found in a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's yeah. really, really cool. It's called Life360. They're not sponsoring this, by the way. It <laughs> should be. Um, and I really, really, really like it. Yeah. It's awesome. And no, it sounds cool. Um, overreacting time. Guys, it is overreacting time. Woohoo! Gabby, I feel like you're going to really relate to this. So Really? I feel like you're just going to be like, yeah, no, totally. Okay, okay. But okay. maybe I'm wrong. Okay, okay so... My boyfriend is very impressionable. His friend at work got a prenup with his wife and highly recommended it. Out of the blue. He just told he told me he wants a prenup too. Like her boyfriend said that. Nonchalant just throw threw it out there. We have been dating for five years oh. and we're engaged now and he has never brought this up. <laughs> I told him if he wants a prenup, then we're just not going to go through with the wedding. Am I overreacting? It makes me feel weird like he's already thinking we're going to get a divorce. And I make good money. I bought my own house and I pay for all my bills. Ooh. So I know I was like, fuck you yeah. Know, 
Um, so I also take it as an insult that he thinks I'm a lowlife or something and needs his money. I feel like this is a really unique situation because that's like a big thing when you're engaged and when you're about to get married, you have to start talking about money and how you're going to split it. And like, I don't I guess I never thought about prenups as like a young person thing. I always yeah. thought of them as like it once you're ma- like if you get married at 35 and then you know you and you're established have a home, you have yeah a career, you have all this well it sounds like she is like if anything she should be the one that's like by the way we're gonna do a prenup like I do get why she thinks okay let's start over okay so the whole thing about him being impressionable I can relate girl because <laughs> John is very impressionable yeah. he will literally hear someone say something and he's done this to things I've said mm-hmm. so I talked about restaurants in like our town right where yeah. we live I just I brought up something once yesterday he tried to say oh yeah because aren't the restaurants here known for this I'm like I told you that <laughs> what do you know about the restaurants here he's like trying to tell me facts that I told him first yeah like he'll hear something and he'll just like talk about it all yeah of a sudden, or like it's like his opinion now right like, love you john but <laughs> <laughs> but it was gabby's idea yeah, it was on me but no that whole thing i mean i think that's just something that you need to be aware of when you're gonna marry him and know that like he is impressionable he might hear something and then bring it up to you but like he hasn't even maybe thought about it long enough you know yeah that's a good point like continue to be aware of that so maybe like have some empathy towards that like be under like oh he's so impressionable like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to talk him down from this right yeah that's true just know that like he probably heard it thought about it for five minutes and then brought it up to you you know like he didn't actually think it through. which okay so i mean honestly it does kind of sound like she was saying that like she totally was like he probably talked about it to him for five minutes and he's so impressionable she's aware of it yeah and like she was just pissed that to him that was like so worth it and he thought it was such a good idea like to bring it up yeah that he felt the need to bring it up with her i think also like i mean i bring up things to john all the time that i'm kind of just like throwing out there just to see what happens like i don't actually want to do them and i haven't thought about the consequences at all or like yeah what i'm saying but i'm just like hey what about this you know like Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything but i just kind of want to like talk about and see where we go from there you know Mm -hmm. so i just honestly i wouldn't take anything he says yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, honestly just ignore him for the rest of your life ignore everything you say <laughs> he doesn't deserve your time or okay, dump him. yeah you have your own house bitch let's yeah, go <laughs> um no and i think that he knows that you're not a low life that you know like he, you have your yeah. own house you have your own life you have a career he doesn't think but what, how you. would you feel if like all of a sudden like i don't know how many months out her wedding is but yeah. like you're six months out from your wedding and john's like by the way gabby like i want to get a prenup like, I would feel like Dylan thought I was mooching off him. Like, I would feel weird I about see, it. See, I wouldn't even think about that at all because I'm like, either we're both broke or we're both making money and I just, like, like, I don't care. Unless I'm a celebrity or you're a celebrity, how much money do you really have? You know, like, yeah. well, you want to split this, like, ten, but if ten John, grand. But if John did say that. If John said that to me, I would just turn to the fact, like, she did, where it's like, so you want, you think we're going to get divorced yeah. in the future. That's the only thing that would upset me. Like, I wouldn't even think that he thinks I'm a low life just because yeah. it's like, you well, she said that, too, that yeah, it, like, yeah, implies yeah. that they will get divorced. And I was like, that's... Is that what would make you the most upset? Or Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, like, Dylan does make more than me. So, I, if he was really genuinely like, hey, like, I would feel more comfortable because you have all this debt, like, if we sign... Because I have student loans. Right, yeah. And, I mean, so many people do. He doesn't, but it's like... Yeah. John and I both do. We yeah. have, like, the exact same I get Like, I just can't imagine a situation where Dylan would be able to present that to me without it implying that he thinks maybe someday we would get divorced. Yeah. Like, or that 
when we did get divorced, I would try and take him for all he's worth or something, you know? I guess my thing is, like, how special does he think he is that you're, like, going to come after his money? You know, like, how much money does he have for you to come after? Yeah, I think, honestly, when I think about the situation, I'm like, yeah, he's impressionable and he sounds like he's just being a stupid boy. He literally just heard this one sentence once and had to, like, bring it up to you. Yeah, he's like, I'm a man. Like, I'm going (laughs) to make you sign a prenup. And honestly, he probably wanted you to, like, impress you. I've been saving my money for, like, three months and I almost (laughs) have, like, one k in my savings account so it's like i don't want you to we take, better get a prenup i don't up. want you to take 500 of that no yeah. i think honestly you're not getting 500 of my savings <laughs> also it's like if he has enough savings to get a prenup like i hope you're dumping some of that to the wedding like who's True. paying for this yeah that's what i'm concerned with i'm like what do you mean you're saving your money you're not spending that on us <laughs> like what and you already bought the house is he moving in are you splitting the house i know so i was curious about here. yeah yeah let That's us know. What, I was like, honestly, if anything, you should be like, okay, you want to prenup? Fuck that. No, I'll no, do no. it. Just be like, oh my God, what a good idea. <laughs> like, honestly, smartest thing you've ever said. You're always out to protect me, babe. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm going to make sure my money's mine. <laughs> but so I will say, we responded and I was like, TBH sounds like dumb boy talking to his bros, whatever. They all go to the home and the girlfriend's not knowing what idiocy they just spread across to They're each so other. Stupid. Yeah. And she did respond already. She said, I told him to give me his reasoning. And he had literally no good reason except for my friend says it's a good idea. So I ended up (laughs) telling him all my reasoning for why it's total BS. And he ended up backing out of wanting one. That's the thing with guys. I'm so sorry. But so many times they'll bring up something ridiculous. And then you tell them why it's stupid. And then they're like, okay, never mind. Yeah, like instantly. I feel like this happens so often where he's like, like oh, we should do much. this. And I'm like, why the fuck would we do that when this, this, this? Like, yeah. Because yeah. as a girl, I feel like you just have so many reasons for everything. It's just like... like especially if you don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and generally, they're like... <laughs> Seriously. Especially if it's something you hate. Like, why would I watch football tonight? We watched it last night. I mean, I and mean, we like, already know you're telling your brain cells, like, it's not attractive that you don't know how to read a book. You just want to watch football yeah. all the time. I have so many reasons for everything. <laughs> okay, so we're going to read a review now. Thank you guys for leaving more reviews over Christmas. We got had a couple more come in now. Um, so the one we're going to read now is they don't have official an official name on Apple Podcasts. It's just the emoji well it's not even the emoji what would you call that the line work of the person with a like a <laughs> side a smile <laughs> <laughs> it's like a side smile on the hands in the air and then the emoji with a guy blowing steam out of his nose and the title is my only source of happiness for real five stars hannah and gabby are my favorite people to listen to while working a terrible desk job i occasionally have to apologize to my cube mates due to the audible laughing that happens every monday if these two great gals ever stopped creating such entertaining content, I would have to start talking to people I work with, and that sounds absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make me. I love you. <laughs> I love that review. That was we amazing. love you too. Thank you so much. And I really hope the day never comes that you have to talk to your coworkers. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. I honestly don't do it often, but it sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Love my coworkers. It's all your social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Um, guys, seriously, don't forget to leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars or nothing. Can't stress it enough. If you guys don't review us, we can't get promoted on iTunes. Um, we can't become famous podcasters. We're honestly going to have to quit soon because these trips are killing me and I can't face my fears every single month. <laughs> you like don't this. have to do it every month. Okay, every other anyways, month. whatever. Yeah. 
Don't tell them the truth. All right. So, <laughs> guys, don't forget to send us your stories at Overreacting Podcast on Instagram and to overreactingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Get excited for next Monday. Okay, well, um, I'm going to go get in my bed and wrap my feet up in my blankets extra tight tonight.